0: Welcome back to another edition of Jory Sports Stories. I'm your host, Jory, and on this week's edition of Jory Sports Stories, we'll be covering the postseason analysis of the AFC South, which has been a bad division, but we'll be going through it with them. And then we'll also be talking about what's been going on in the playoffs, and we'll be talking about Super Bowls, my Super Bowl predictions. So let's fire up our grill. Let's put on our reading glasses and let's dive in into this analysis. But before I get started, I just wanted to put out a disclaimer. I might have a lot of jokes today. I feel it coming, but it's because I might end up roasting all the teams in this division. One, I'm a Titans fan. The way my season ended, I'm not too happy about that. The Colts are hilarious. Houston, they got a few more years to go. And Jacksonville, y'all gonna get y'all peace too. Just watch out. (laughs) The first thing, team, I'm gonna talk about is gonna be the Jacksonville Jaguars. And yep, obviously because they won a division and whatever, and they went to the playoffs. Or whatever, but they still got to get their due because they lost. (laughs) But I'm going to be adjusted as objective as I can here. And we're going to go through these stats for the Jacksonville Jaguars from the jump from last year to this year. Well, not last year. From 2021 to 2022 to the 2022-2023 season. Y'all know what I meant, but so let's go over it, let's go over it with the um. Twenty twenty one. So they were three and fourteen. We know who their head coaches were. They were fourth in the AFC South. They missed the playoffs, of course. They had two coaches. Urban Meyer was fired, and deservedly so. But let's get into it. Here's the statistics. This is their offensive statistics. They only had, they had 253 total points. They were averaging just under 15 points a game, which was last. They only had 5,191 yards, which was 27th. Only they ran t- they ran 1,028 1, plays. 5 yards per play. They had 29 turnovers. Yikes. 12 fumbles lost. Yikes. 304 first downs, which was 29th. Yikes. 361 completions. This is past offense right now. Out of 604, which is in attempts. And if we calculate that percentage right real quick... I don't think that's going to be very good either. 360. Divide that by 604. Yeah, just under 60%. Decent, but they had 3,436 passing yards, which was 22nd. Yeah. 12 touchdowns. 32nd that deserves to be last because it's an 18-week season. Why do you only have 12 passing touchdowns? To 17 interceptions, 26. Um, passing first downs, 178. Mm. The rushing attempts, 392, which is third, which was 30th. Couldn't run the ball very well. Rushing yards. 17, 55, 22nd. rushing touchdowns, 13, 21st. Yards on average Kent, per attempt. Average yards per attempt, 4.5. Four 92. 92 first downs on the ground. And they were last in scoring percentage. So... When I'm looking at these type of statistics, what does it tell me? One, they weren't very good. They were trash. The record shows that. But it was eight, seven, you played 17 games. You got 12 touchdowns through the air. They had 13 touchdowns on the ground. That's ridiculous. Seventeen games. You should have about twenty-four. Uh, well, not even that. You should have more than twenty-something touchdowns on the ground or on the in, in the um in the air. That makes no sense. But here's the real kicker, because just when you thought it couldn't get worse, we haven't even talked about their defense last year. All right, so same statistical categories just for the defense. So allowed or fumbles recovered. Da, 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 da. They allowed 457 points, which was 28. Mind you, they only scored 253 points. They allowed 6,002 total yards, 20th. And they were to the field for 1,068 plays. You couldn't get them off of it. Um, yards per play, they allowed 5.6. A first down is 10 yards. So that's a little bit over half of a first down. So a second is manageable. You lose games like that. They only had nine turnovers. 32nd. They only recovered two fumbles. 32nd. They allowed... 351 first downs. 21st. They allowed 377 passes. Completions on 543 attempts. Which is 5th. Not bad. They allowed 3,875 yards. Pass yards. Which is 17th. 24 pass touchdowns. Which is 7th. Now... Teams could pass the ball on them, but they can't pass the ball on other teams. They can't get in the end zone. They can't score. It makes no sense, but it is what it is. Seventh interceptions. I mean, they only had seven interceptions. 30th. They allowed 198 first downs through the air. They allowed, They had 493 rush attempts against them, which is 25th. They allowed 2,127 rushing yards, which is 23rd. They allowed 22 rushing touchdowns, which is 29th. Yards per attempt, 4.3, 16th, fairly average. They allowed 124 rushing attempts on the ground. And they allowed their opponents to score about 45% of the time. Um, and they're only ending, they were only ending drives with turnovers about 5% of the time, which is dead last, so from 2021, we all know that they had a, we're going to talk about this in just a second, but I just want to go through the stats, the stats are going to show what I'm going to talk about, but let's go into where they were in 2022, 2022 Jacksonville Jaguars, nine and eight, first in the AFC South. 404 points, 28, 23.8 points a game. They're 10th out of 32 in that statistical category. Let's talk about their offense. Again, 400 points. Total yards, 6,075, which is 10th. Total plays, 1,072. Five point yards, 5.7 yards per play. 22 turnovers, which is average. They're turning the ball over a lot again. We're going to talk about that in just a second as well. They've lost 13 fumbles, which is 30th. First downs, 352, which is 7th. Passing offense, they got 394 completions off of 596 um, attempts, which is not bad. That's 10th. T- that's they have 3,959 um, pass yards, which is 10th in the league. 25 passing touchdowns, 14th. 9 interceptions, which is 3rd. That ain't good, but we'll talk about that in yet in a second. Net yards attempt. That t- when it comes to net yards per attempt, that doesn't account sacks. Like your sack yards get minused, get negated. So six point three yards per attempt minus the sacks. That's what you get: six point three, eleven, not bad, and two hundred and eight um first downs through the air. Their rushing attack, four hundred and seventy rushing attempts, seventeenth, two thousand one hundred and sixteen, um, rushing yards, which is sixteenth, I believe. No, which is fourteenth. They have sixteen rushing touchdowns, which is eleventh. Yards per attempt, four point seven. That's half of. That's pretty much half of a first down. Like I said, second and manageable. Ninth. They've had 114. um First downs. And they're scoring 39.2% of the time. But they're also turning it over 12% of the time. So. With this offense, The really thing about the root. The only thing this offense should stop doing. Is turning the ball over. But. I've seen enough of what Trevor Lawrence is to know that he's turnover prone. That might not get that's an issue that's probably going to linger. I've seen enough. He has a propensity to throw picks. But let's talk about their defense this year. They allowed 350 points, uh, 6,006 total yards, which is 12th and 24th respectively. They were on the field for 1,106 plays. Now, this team really could not get off the field on defense at the beginning. But they're allowing 5.4 yards of carry carry per play. 27 turnovers, which is good, With this is fifth. 13 fumbles recovered. Second. 350 first downs. 24th. They allowed three hundred and eighty-five pass completions off of six hundred and one attempts. Secondary could probably use some issue, some some help. The pass yards they allowed four thousand and fifty-five, which is twenty-eighth. Twenty-five touchdowns, which is also twenty-eighth. Fourteen interceptions, which is twelfth. Total first downs through the air two hundred and eleven. Let's talk about the rushing defense. A rushing attempts is. Oh yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. But their rushing defense—it kind of got together as the day went on. I mean, not the as the season went on, but not real. But what? What else did I need to say about this team, statistically wise? Yes, the secondary, the secondary. That's going to be an issue, but this team is overall still young, so I believe that they'll put the pieces together. Not that I want them to, but I believe that they'll put the pieces together. So, their secondary does need help. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. We're going to move on from that. Um, uh, Let's talk about what... Their see like my concerns with this team, if I had any, which I really didn't, would be Trevor Lawrence being turnover prone. The dysfunction of last year, great, great. It didn't spill over into this year. A horrible defense in general, and how Urban ran that team into the ground with his foolishness. One, I already turn turnovers will cost this team. And one thing I did notice throughout the season is that he was developing nicely with a competent head coach and that the defense still left much to be desired. Doug Peterson turned his team around for about half a season. Give him his props. And then, again, here's what I also saw from watching the Jaguars play. Trevor Lawrence and company need to clean up their turnovers and youthfulness. Your corners and safety could be a vulnerable point to this for this team. Again, the stats back this stuff up. I'm not just speaking out of my neck. You could legit pass an open clinic, open a pass clinic on them. They could be about three about three years away to me. So, my big thing about this is that a lot of what we're wrongs had enough to do with Urban Meyer in 2021, which. He ran the locker room into the ground and made the organization into a hot mess. They started off kind of hot this year. Tapered off, started returning back into Jacksonville, and then get, go streaking into the playoffs. Again, a turn like my biggest thing with Jacksonville this year is Trevor Lawrence and his turnovers. Turn overs. Because like the defense is young. They fly around. They make mistakes. Yes, that's another thing about this team I wanted to talk about is their youthfulness. Sometimes they're not as dis- disciplined as I would like for them to be. Or not be. The way you want to look at it. They're a few pieces away. And they're closer than what you would think thanks to Doug Peterson. But th- I said they're a few pieces away. But they appear Closer than what you would think, thanks to Doug Peterson. They're young. They're very young. So as they get older, as they grow up, as they get smarter, bump their heads a few times, realizing that you can't do that, like hitting the quarterback late, out of bounds. But no shade, no shots. No chaser. It is what it is. But this team could be a legit team in a, again in a few years, cause when you talk about Jacksonville, before they started being Trashville, when they had Jalen Ramsey, even before they had Jalen Ramsey, well before they had Jalen Ramsey and company, they were trash. But that team bought. A little bit of swagger back in Jacksonville. And then they mismanaged it. And made all their star players mad. And so that they left. It was. That was a miss. Jacksonville. Dysfunction. Has always been. A mismanaged hot mess. When it's smooth. They just stink. Now when it's dysfunctional. And they stink. It just. Whew. What's next? Tell me what's next. But in all honesty, I expect, I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars won't be going anywhere anytime soon. If they do anything, it'll be like an annoying pain in the side though. Annoying pain in the side type of thing. But next, I'm going to talk about the Colts. And this is one you do not want to miss. Colts fans, welcome to your tape (laughs) Um, Before I get into The Colts and their foolishness And I don't want anybody thinking that I'm not going to go Absolutely cuckoo on my team, the Titans Because I am I really am and I might even praise Houston for what they did. Now, if they can make it worse some, instead of fi- one and done in these coaches, but he got a six-year deal. But we're not even talking about Houston. We're talking about Indianapolis. So... Like, I want to back... I want to tell a little bit of a story about what happened with this, with this Colts team. Because, and it's been a pattern. And I realized when I was analyzing this and going through stuff and watching tape and watching old interviews and everything and trying to just develop my perspective. This is a pattern. Because I'm 21. I grew up in the time of Peyton Manning being a Colt. And when I watched, when I'm thinking about the Colts, that's usually the first person you think of somebody my age. would probably think of it, Peyton Manning being a Colt, not a Bronco, even though he's a both. But my mom has his jersey um, where she had it. Anyway. So what I was thinking is that over the years, just the general incompa- the in- inability to protect your quarterback. And yes, 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 yes. I know about Jeff Saturday. And company when they won that Super Bowl. I know. Believe it or not, I think I remember that. But after that, when Peyton started getting hit and hit and hit, and we all know Peyton Manning runs probably like Forrest Gump. He kept taking hits. And he's not mobile. He's not built for that. And so then you backdoor him. You send him to Denver. He goes and wins Denver a Super Bowl. Because he still had it in his tank. Y'all just didn't protect it to him. He still had it in the tank. Y'all just didn't protect the tank. Like, come on now. And so then you get Andrew Luck. And then... Telt Usually... If you don't rectify your mistakes the first time, history repeats itself. Again, history repeats itself. And what happened to Andrew Luck? And how. Apparently, an O-line, you didn't have a good O-line to begin with. So, he wasn't protected very well. He was taking hits. He was taking hits. He was getting his kidneys and stuff lacerated. He was getting hurt. He was playing hero ball and thinking that he could run over defensive linemen all the time. He played his heart out. Y'all didn't protect him until it was too late. Until all the damage had been done. And then and then you y'all kept saying y'all kept saying things like it's mental we're here for him and it da 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 all those little undermining things that the cult said And how they acted and treated this man. Yeah. No. So. I'm getting at. What I'm getting at. And I'm going to get to the point here. They got him beat up. To the point where he had to retire. They ain't been right since. They had just got Frank Reich. Who's no longer there anymore they had finally beefed up that line and Andrew said he couldn't take it no more. It happens. When you take that much punishment, you wonder really quick how much more you could take. They failed him. That's going to be a key word in my little cult spill later. Failure. So, That being said, I'm not going to spoil any more surprises that I have talking about the Colts than I already have because I went on a rant. Um, Without further ado, we're going to get into much that's about these Colts. So we're going to go through 2021. 9 and 8, second in the AFC South, 451 points, 26.5 points per game, 9 out of 32. Pretty decent. Uh, you had almost six thousand yards, sixteenth, averaging five point six yards per per play. Nineteen turnovers, eighteenth. Mind you, this is with Carson once at quarterback. So, yeah, eleven fumbles lost, twenty seventh. They have three hundred and fifty four, uh, first downs, which is thirteenth. They had 324 completions off of 521 attempts. 27th, 62.1 completion, completion percent. My God, Jory, get it together. Whatever. 3,361 yards, which is 26th. 27th, and 27 touchdowns. I'd like to see more, but it's 12th. Eight interceptions, which is third. We'll talk about that in just a second. 6.1 yards per attempt, which is 17th. First downs, 167. Now you see these numbers, right? Now I'm going to talk. We're going to go through the rushing attack. They have 499 rushing attempts, which is fifth. 2,540 yards, which is second. 22 touchdowns, which is fifth. 5.1 Five point one yards per kit, per attempt, which is second, and one hundred and fifty-four first downs on the ground. They had one hundred and eighty yard eighty drives. They were scoring on forty-three percent of their drives, but they were turning over turning it over nine percent of the time. But these, but the like twenty twenty-one. Carson Wentz really showed us that he was trash. Just trash. Magical trash, if you call it. Because they had the 2nd rate rushing attempt, pretty much. Trash. Trash, shitty, trash, 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 trash. And that's why Carson Wentz is where he is and will be where he will be in the near future. I don't think he'll be on another team. Whatever. And let's talk about their defense. They allowed 365 points, top 10. 5,834 yards, 16th. They were out there for 1,050 plays, allowing 5.6 yards a key per play, 30, 33, and 33 turnovers, which is second, 14 fumbles recovered, which is first, 334 first downs allowed, which is 11th, so the defense, for the most part, did its job, now, here's where we get a little shaky, but they allowed a sixty-five. They allowed sixty-five point three percent completion rate. Three hundred and ninety completions or five hundred and ninety-seven attempts, which is eighteenth. Nineteenth in yards allowed, which is three thousand nine hundred eighty. Thirty-first in touchdowns allowed through the air, which is thirty-two. Third in interceptions, which is nineteen. Twentieth in net yards per attempt. Which is 6.3. That's a, that's what they're allowing. And they're allowing 213 first downs. So it sounds like they have a very average secondary. Minus a player or two. Very average. This was 2021, by the way. Rushing. 7th in attempts. 420. 10th in yards. 1,854. Third in touchdowns, which is 10. 20th in yards per attempt, 4.4. And 101 first downs. Now, let's talk about the 2022 Indianapolis Colts, who also went through two coaches. Went 412 and 1. Was third in the AFC South. The division was that bad and only had two hundred and eighty nine points. Now, granted, I mean, they took a step back. When I mean, they took a step back. Not that my team did much better, but they took a substantial step back. But let's go through these stats. For the offense, 289 points, which is 30th. 200, and I mean, 5,298. 5,298 total yards, which is 27th, 1,103 total plays, 34 turnovers last, 14 fumbles lost last, 4.8 yards per play, 310 first downs, which is 23rd. And you had Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger and Nick Foles playing. We're not going to talk about the personnel because that's a rant on itself. We're not going to talk about the personnel because that's a rant on itself. But passing, 300 they were 66 66%. 398 completions on 604 attempts. Ninth. 3,432 yards. 23rd. How are you ninth in attempts and 23rd in yards? Empty calories. It makes no sense. 17 touchdowns. 24th. Or is that a 29th? 24th. Whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if they were 29th. 20th and in, 20 interceptions, which is last. 5.2 net yards per attempt. Remember what I said? Net yards is the yards that you get after you take the sacks away. 5.2, which is 30th. And 190. Three first downs. This is a bad team. Period. And then yeah, four hundred and thirty-nine rushing attempts for nineteenth in the league, one thousand eight hundred and sixty-six yards, which is twenty-third, eight touchdowns thrown on the ground, which is thirtieth, four point three yards per attempt, which is twenty-third, and 49, I mean, 49. Jesus Christ. Jory, get it together. 91 first downs. Not good at all. And we're going to talk about their defense now, which allowed 427 points, which is 28th. 5,678 total yards, which is 15th, 1,092 total plays, 5.2 yards per play, 21 turnovers, which is 19th, 11 fumbles recovered, which is 5th. Three hundred and forty four touch first downs which is twenty first average they're allowing sixty seven point nine percent secondary issue right there on three hundred and sixty five completions of on five hundred and thirty seven attempts, which is eighth and your eighth attempts are allowed and your eleventh in yards allowed, which is three thousand five hundred and sixty nine you've allowed twenty five touchdowns. And you've also only taken the ball away around 10 times, which is 24th and 19th respectively. And 6.1 net yards per attempt, which is 16th. And back to what I was doing. So the rushing defense, 511 attempts. They allowed 2109 yards, which is 29th. 20 touchdowns, 21st. 4.1 yards per attempt, which is fifth, and 127 first downs in the ground. So, what does that tell me right there? One, it's trash, and it's not acceptable, and the record is what it is. Granted, you you might be able to go get you a, a defense, not a defense, a quarterback. Just might be able to get you a quarterback in his draft. But at the same time, why don't he have to protect the quarterback or get somebody. The Colts have a lot of issues. Get somebody that can. But here it is. This is where I'm going to just be real about the Colts. Carson Woods didn't work out. Not very surprisingly. He's a bad decision maker he's a poor leader yada 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 when he's good he's good when he's horrible he's downright atrocious so you decide to move on from Carson Wentz you go get Matt Ryan you promised him a Super Bowl contending team a a competent offensive line a viable run game some targets to go through to throw through to somewhat stable defense Zero of four on all promises. All empty promises. Y'all failed that, man. And I told you that I was going to be a recurring thing with this episode with this team. Failed. And then how you handled him, that situation. Jim say say y'all to be ashamed of himself. For that. And so, it's let's play the blame game. What's going on? Well, I'm going to be real. Your O-line fell flat on his butt, which rendered the run game moot. JT also got hurt because of your offensive line. Your quarterback had no time to throw used goods, which, by the way, Matt Ryan was used goods. that Y'all were talking about his arm was shot before then. You could barely he could barely protect the football and himself. Granted, he had when I mean he could barely protect the football and, and himself. Here's there's the biggest here's the biggest example. How did he get a grade two shoulder separation? Did he not take a sack that hurt his shoulder? A lot of turnovers and sacks. So, yeah, it wasn't all just whoa on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan didn't play very well as well, but he gave them chances to win. Your defense, minus Gilmore, could not stop much of anything. They couldn't even stay off the field half the time. So, what do you do? You bitch Matt Ryan, which is unpopular in the locker room. One week later, you fire Marcus Brady. Another week later you fire Frank Reich out and then you make Jeff Saturday your intern. Granted, you did get they did play harder with Saturday, despite him looking quite green behind the ears at times. But but you cannot forgive blowing a thirty three to nothing lead, which would lead to the second benching of Matt Ryan. And now, Ursay clear, clearly wants Saturday as a head coach. No complaints over here. I have no complaints. But this team, like I said earlier, you messed over Andrew Luck, and now he left them completely in the deep end, as he should have. Jim Merce is absolutely nuts and kind, of, and kind of delusional. He can stay that way. But he'll keep getting in his team's way. Just like that other man down in Dallas. Who we'll talk about in a few weeks. And they really weren't that much worse. Granted. And depending on the offseason, I don't think they'll be that much better either next year. So, this is what, and I comprise a list of what do the Colts need. Here's that list. They need a quarterback, some low linemen, a head coach with some competency, a smart general manager, a owner, a owner with some sense, some wide receivers, and a prayer. Best of luck to you. And until you get that, they ain't going nowhere. Shaq Leonard and all of them might want to get, go ahead and get up out of Indianapolis, bro. Because until some somebody with some brain juice that actually worked up in that front office, No. Nah. No. Nah. But the next team I'm talking about is the Tennessee Titans. Again, another disclaimer. We've reached that part of the video where I'm talking about the Tennessee Titans. And I just wanted to remind you guys that I'm an avid Titans fan. So, this might be a rant. Actually, this will be a rant. Give them orange. All right, Titans fans, let's talk about it. I knew this was going to be a rant, but the heartbreak is real. I felt like Excuse me for being dramatic. This season... We learned a lot about ourselves this season. One, I learned that I am a Hard Titans fan. No matter how recently I joined the fandom. But... This... Season... And the way it played out. The way it turned around and how we went on that seven game losing streak. I don't know how I survived that without losing my mind. But we're in the off season now. And now I can really analyze it and I can process it. Now, I'm going to be quite frank. The Titan, I'm not doing all the the stats for the Titans because they're gonna get their due right now. And I'm not doing the stats for the Texans because what stats? What did they do? Hi poop. Hi, poop. But what I will talk about are factors of this season. Mind you, we were 7 and 10. 7 and 10 after starting what? And the funny thing is, we legit had chances in just about all of those games. I, I can chalk up Buffalo to being an L and Philly. Oh... I could chalk those up for being ills. But the rest of this, we legit had chances. Or we were winning and we blew a lead. Or something like that. Stop that. And so, without further ado, Let's talk about my Titans, man. So, first, I'm going to mention what went right. And I'm going to be positive about this team right now. I'm so proud of the way that they fought. How they handled it. I love Mike graybull. I love the whole team. They embody that. But. Something's got to change. Because my poor defense. Which is a pretty good defense for my standards. For what I've seen. And my only thing to that is give 98 a blank check and let him work. You got to keep Byer. I mean, he don't want to go nowhere else. Here comes Landry comes back next year. But. There are there were some holes in my defense. Especially on the secondary. And for my Titans fans who are listening, Caleb Farley might not be might not last that long, but he was always getting burnt anyway. But I feel like most Titans fans will be like good riddance when he goes. And what was with all of his tackles? Everybody was hurt. I like Cole. My linebackers could use some help. David Long was hurt. Hurt, 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 hurt. Everybody was hurt this year, and that's something that I don't like. What is with all these injuries? Then this person got something tweaked. What's going on with the strength and conditioning staff? What's going on over there in Nashville? Do I think I do? I need to go back to school and figure something out. I'll do it. <clears throat> I will do it. But defensive line. Actually, one of my favorite positions on the Titans is the D line. One, Paige Big Jeff, Page Jeffrey Simmons. And it was like last year, this is my low key sleeper of the year for the Titans, my team. I was like, I hope somehow we could bring DeMarcus Walker back. He's solid. I like how we got we're getting Rashad Weaver coming into the zone. He's technically an OLB, but he's coming into his potential. Tierra, for what like Tier Tart was a big piece of last year and the year before. I mean, yeah, he was a big part of that. But for what Mike said, he's trying to get better at, which is speed. I don't know. Could he fit? Mm. Mm-hmm. Overall, with my defensive line, I love the group. I love them. And Bud too. Even though Bud stayed health, stayed injured, they might get rid of Bud this year though. And the offense. Here's the thing. The great what if among Titans fans is Ryan Tannehill. Which has caused numerous amounts of delusional hot takes from everybody. But before y'all start y'all's foolishness, let me remind you. What pass protection did he have? What did my offensive line look like this year? Remember John Robinson? Well, here's his tape right here. Here's part of his tape. Because you let Roger Saffold rock without a viable replacement. Or was his replacement, or was his viable replacement hurt? Then, Taylor Lewan got hurt again. He might be on his way out. They might have to cut him to put him under the cap, to put them under the cap. So, what does that mean? What that meant, what that means is, what that meant, what to well, pause, back up. What that means is, the whole left side of the line was messed up pretty much from the jump. Granted, Dylan Raddins did some quality left side work. He gave me a break from Dennis Daly. Oh my God, triggered. So you've been shuffling the line around all year. The pieces behind the starters were barely NFL quality. Will Dennis Daly please stand his soft behind up? Please. But the guy behind him was worse. And I don't know how you can get much worse than that. We watched drive-killing sacks and penalties, holdings, false starts, and it was mainly due to the weak side being what? Weak. In the game of football, your weak side ain't supposed to be your weak side. That's supposed to be your strong side. Real is numb. You got your. We got our quarterback hurt. Our running back ran muck despite being hit behind the line more. Despite being hit the li- behind the line more. Why? Because you got half done pathetic blocking. We couldn't run block, we couldn't pass block, we couldn't block a Lego block. We couldn't block an annoying bot on Instagram. Come on now. And do we need to address what John Robinson single-handedly did to my wide receiver room? Do we need to address that? Because the fact that A.J. Brown is in the Super Bowl right now speaks for himself. Y'all need to learn how to catch, and I'm gonna go back to my wide receivers real quick, because for crying out loud, Treadline and Chig and Hooper are coming into their own. Nwi has his moments. Bobby Trees is decent, but the rest of them my, But the rest of them can go. They can all go. And then you had coaching. We already know what happened with Todd Downing. It's like I say he he could call a screen, he could script up a play. He could make, he could game plan for like a script a series or two. But anything after that, oh my god, here it comes. And it shows that. Like, what are you doing? You're throwing the ball on third and one. Granted, the the offensive line situation is what it is. You weren't helped with that situation. But you're running back falls forward for a yard. With two inches of movement. Questionable play calling. I know Mike Vrabel got tired of it because they fired him. Now, the biggest thing with this with this Titans team is whether or not we can find an offensive coordinator, or whether well, it's not whether or not we can find an offensive coordinator. We're gonna find offensive coordinator. The biggest question, and I hate to admit it, is whether or not Ryan Tannehill is going to be in Tennessee for much longer. And that's my dude. But we're starting to wonder things now. Because we're heading towards a very speedy offense, which needs a speedy defense, which needs a more mobile quarterback. And I'm not sure what to think about Malik yet. I ain't completely sold, but I ain't completely out yet. He got to develop some more. He's clearly not what the Falcons have in Desmond Ritter. Where you can see his development. No, that the, the season was funky. This was one of those years. And then it ended off on a seven, seven game win losing streak. When we were able to score some points. And then the defense wore out. If it wasn't one gut punch it was another. Now. I'm not saying go in the draft and get a quarterback, but you might want to get a defense, uh, some corners. Actually, my corners aren't even a problem. You might want to go get another linebacker. You might want to go get some more pass catchers. You might want to beef up that offensive line. Left tackle. Left guard. You might want to start getting into another center. Ben Davis has had two concussions this year season. I don't want to comment on the running back situation because it's gonna it's gonna hurt my heart. But it is what it is. Now I don't think Dale can be slowing down anymore. He might be ramping back up. Because he almost ran for 2,000 yards this season. He almost had 2,000 all-purpose yards. Beefing up that offensive line. Figure out what you want to do on defense or offense. Make sure that defense stays together and stays healthy and stays fast. You keep your hogs in the middle. Keep the jackrabbits on the outside. And then you bring the hammer up and down the seams. I don't know where I got that from, but that's how I'm that's my analogy, and I'm sticking to it. That's the seat, that's the that's the those are the kids' success for next season. I believe that Mike Braver will be bring a Super Bowl to Nashville. And I live in Georgia. That happens, I'm driving. I'll get in my car and go. Me and my Tootie. Which is my dog. We gone. Because I want to see it. But anyway, the next and final team we're going to talk about is the Houston, Texas. Granted, I don't like the Texans. I don't like their mascot. I don't like their colors. They stink. I hate them. Toro is corny. Whatever you want to call it. I don't like the Texans. Because they stink. But. I'm not even going to talk about football with this team. I mean, I am. I am. That's the point of the podcast. But with the Texans, my problem with them is not the fact that they've been putting out poor quality, barely high school quality football on the NFL stage. I don't care about that. Keep doing it. I fear that the Houston Texans are just smoking mirrors right now because two straight black coaches before D'Amico runs, which is a great hire, by the way, you're one and done. Now, y'all giving this man a six-year contract, I'm going to need to see at least four and a half of them years. And if he's trash, he's trash. But don't. Sit here and just keep going through coaches like this. That's all I want to say about the Texans because they clearly have a long way to go. They can't stop the run. They can't rush the passer. They can't. They can barely run the football. Davis Mills ain't it. So they're gonna need defensive linemen. They need an offensive lineman. They need a quarterback. They need better wide receivers. They need a new team. The Houston Texans will have always, pretty much, as long as they're this horrible, will have the shortest segment ever. Because what more else can I say? That the owner's doing a bad job, which we all know that the owner's doing a horrible job. And so is the GM. But that's their fault for letting Bill O'Brien come in there and run that franchise into the muck. And then to entertain Deshaun Watson it's his foolishness. Y'all ain't slick. Y'all think we was going to let that slide? Get it together. For your own reputation. I don't care what your reputation is like, but for your own reputation. Because I feel like a lot of people... I started in Houston, like mm. they don't give you fair chances. Prove it, like prove yourself. Let this man work, because what you're asking him to do with what you have in that locker room is not a two year process. He's gonna need four of those years. He might need the whole six to turn that around. Y'all can't, y'all could, y'all were keep, y'all were equipping people with Lego blocks and expecting a fortified castle to be made out of it by midnight. Let's have some realistic, let's settle our expectations right now. Let's be realistic. Y'all ain't nowhere near a Super Bowl. Y'all close Man, we closer to Pluto than y'all to a Super Bowl. And that's that. And before we end up, we conclude this episode of George Sports Stories, I want to talk about the Super Bowl and the um, playoffs. First of all, 49ers went up there and stunk it up. Now, granted, they didn't have a quarterback because Brock Purdy tore something pretty significant in his elbow. Shanahan has got to be tired of having these banged-up quarterbacks. I know he's tired of this crap because I'm tired of seeing it for him. And... Cincinnati and the Chiefs are pretty much going to be neck and neck for a few years. I don't think Josh Allen and the Bills have what it takes because I believe that that team is getting ready to fall apart. But... I will cover that when I cover the AFC East and the NFC East soon. Yeah, so this year's Super Bowl is between the Chiefs and the Eagles. And because Patrick Mahomes is still clearly hurt, I have the Eagles by 20. I mean, <laughs> I it, it might be a close game, but this could also be a two-touchdown game. It's one of those games where you really can't just because he's hurt and the defense could be tired. And the Philadelphia Eagles defense can really get after you. So it could be either one. But I have the Eagles coming out on top, which will mean, one, A.J. Brown gets a Super Bowl, which I will be happy for him two Philadelphia Eagles fans will be very insufferable. Y'all thought Dallas fans were bad? Y'all ain't met nothing yet. And this is why we try not to let any team from the NFC East win anything. Because they have some of the most insufferable fans ever. (laughs) And that's a fact. And we've reached the conclusion of another edition of George Sports Stories. And I would like to thank you guys for listening to this week's edition of George Sports Stories. Feel free to leave your own opinions. And if you liked what you heard, feel free to share the podcast and let's grow the audience. Follow us on our socials for more updates. And as always, I appreciate each and every single last one of you for listening to me today. And I will see you next week as we break down the AFC East and the NFC East most likely we're starting with the indices but thank you guys and i will see you guys next week